Hi everyone, this is Fairborz Paksaresh, Director of Oregon Department of Human Services. Thank you for being with us today. I am Lisa Lent, joining Fairborz today. I'm the Deputy Director for the Department of Human Services and taking the lead for our agency's COVID-19 response. Um, what we thought we'd do today during this podcast is um, just share some thoughts with you about where we are in these very unusual circumstances. Um, I can tell you that within my 30 years with State of Oregon, I've seen many different things. I've been through floods. I've been through strikes. You know, we all went together through the 9-11 disruptions that occurred that also impacted the agencies. We've been through um, various economic times, through recessions, etc. But I can tell you that there is something different about what's happening today. And I just wanted to acknowledge that. And um, when, you know, acknowledging that also makes us realize that uh, perhaps our response should be a bit different. Um, during these times, uh, especially nowadays, I think one of the things that we need to f- do first and foremost is be understanding, be kind to each other, to one another, um, have a bit of patience. Um, and, you know, you may see, and you've already experienced this, is that something may be announced today and then it changes perhaps tomorrow, sometime earlier. We all remember schools were open last week. They're closed this week. Um, we had some uh, limitations for visiting people in nursing home, assisted living facilities, residential placements, etc. And then that changed last night. And if you're sitting out there and you're getting this news and you're seeing this stuff come across your email or you're listening to it on social media, etc., you might think these people don't really know what they're talking about. And the reality is that we make decisions based on the information that becomes available. And as that information changes, I think our response needs to change, especially during these times when the most important thing in front of us is to stop the spread of this virus. Right now, our number one priority is to keep people safe and reduce, I'm sorry to say this, but reduce fatalities to minimum because fatalities have occurred and will occur. And you've seen what's happening at the national level. You've seen what's happening at the local level. Luckily in Oregon, We have far fewer cases than we have and we've had in other states. Um, And what we're trying to do is through our actions, through the policies that are being put in place, through the reactions that you see, perhaps on a daily basis, is try to do that one thing, stop or slow the spread of this virus, keep you all safe so that we collectively can serve those people who most need our services, some of the most vulnerable Oregonians. Um, There are also a whole series of questions that you have. We have answers to some of them. Some of them we are trying to find answers. And at the same time, some of those answers may shift and change as the circumstances change. So again, during this time, uh, let's be kind to each other. Let's extend a bit of grace. And let's also at the same time find those things in life that really support us, perhaps even some humor. Um, because that's what life is about. What I can tell you, the only knowledge that I can um, speak about with a certain level of certainty is that we will overcome this. We will move through this. We don't necessarily have a clear roadmap. We don't know exactly what happens tomorrow or the next day, 
but there will be a next day and we will emerge from this and we'll have to go back to serving the people that we are all here for. You know, we all came to this organizations because we have the passion of service and we'll get back to that full force. But right now, there are a series of different circumstances in front of us that we have to respond to and balance those with our most essential work. Great. Thanks, Fairboars. This is Liesl. And I wanted to spend a little bit of time talking about how we're managing through the crisis. But I did want to just um, echo a few of the sentiments that Fairboars shared. What's so unique about DHS is all of you and the commitment that you have to our mission. And we serve the most vulnerable Oregonians, which makes our response, I think, a little bit unique to other state agencies. And I think we can safely say you are all committed and passionate to the work. And our commitment to you is to balance protecting your safety and continuing to serve the people that you show up every day to serve. So we are definitely balancing those pieces and just want to reiterate, we cannot do this without you. And we will all learn together. And as one of our directors said, we'll be stronger on the other side. So that's the spirit in, in which we're approaching our work. I don't think we can use the word grace enough. We all are learning and trying new muscles. So I just want to say, appreciate the grace y'all are giving to us. And we will definitely be reciprocal with offering that to all of you. I wanted to share a few pieces that have been activated from a leadership perspective to make sure that our operations are continuing. We have activated our Agency Operations Center, so a new acronym that you will likely begin to hear or have heard is AOC. So that's a bit of the hub for our decision-making around facilities, HR, all of the questions that you're throwing our way. That's the group that's coming together all day and really working through those issues, coordinating with other state agencies, et cetera. That group also, as part of that, we launched a joint task force between DHS and the Oregon Health Authority around our COOP plan. So we now have a task force with staff from both departments who are meeting again to work through all of those issues that get surfaced from you and come up through the AOC. That team meets Tuesdays and Thursdays. And what we just instituted this week is following those task force meetings, we'll be doing all calls with our field leadership so that we're able to push out information in a timely fashion so that people can have that and then distribute it to, to all of you. We are also updating the OWL website, which should be in the link to this message. And as Fairbore said, what you read Monday might be different than what you read today. So please check that. Um, we literally have a team working as rapidly as they can to update that information and to be responsive to your questions. The third team that recently has been activated is a team called Emergency Support Function 6, which is part of FEMA's emergency response. So ESF uh, 6 is another acronym you will likely hear. So that is a team of DHS staff and representatives from other state agencies and our nonprofit partners like Oregon Food Bank and the American Red Cross. And that team is looking at mass care and feeding for all Oregonians, so not just the people that the Department of Human Services serve. So they're looking at making sure kids who used to get school you know, free and reduced price meals are still being fed, making sure vulnerable adults are getting food. They're currently working on services to homeless folks and make sure there's hygiene stations in communities. That's kind of the type of work that they are currently working through. So you'll likely be hearing more about that through the coming days as well. Our commitment to you is to communicate as much as we can. 
and with as much information as we can. As Fairbor said, sometimes we're working through your questions. Sometimes we might give you answers that might not be what you're looking for, but we're definitely following the guidance of CDC and our public health partners. So we are sharing their information and guidance, again, on the OWL page and, and as we receive information. Additionally, I want to direct you to an email address, dhsoha.bcp at state.or.us. You can fire off any question you possibly have. You can also fire off ideas. We've gotten fabulous ideas of how you are adapting in the moment, and we would love to hear those so we can share them with your colleagues. So do not be bashful about that. You may not hear that an answer is immediately available, but again, we'll be pushing answers out on the OWL website. There's now an FAQ that's available there and is searchable. So keep checking that site out. I think with that, I'll turn it back to Fairboards to talk about some of our priorities. As we go through this crisis with COVID-19, what we need to keep in front of us is the core reason that we're here, the core functions of the agency or the critical functions of the agency, uh, such as health and safety of children, the aging population, people with disabilities, people with intellectual and developmental disabilities. Again, population that's among the most vulnerable Oregonians. We need to make sure that we're providing assistance and support with those in need of food assistance, employment-related daycare, income assistance, those basic necessities of life that people need to be at the baseline and be able to function. Now, the challenge that we have is how do we do this and balance that, keeping in mind that we want to adhere to those guidance coming out from Oregon Health Authority, Public Health Division, Center for Disease Control, et cetera. And that really is part of the challenge because some of you will have to go and visit homes to make sure that children are safe. So you, you will be exposed to external elements. Some of you are going to be working within offices where people come in and seek assistance from us. And in the midst of all this, we need to make sure to put interventions in place to make sure that we are all safe, that we are providing those services while we are taking care of ourselves. That's not an easy task, but as Liesl said, some of the best ideas and some of the best suggestions come from you, the people who do the work. And as we've always said, and I continue repeating that, those who do the work have the best idea about how to improve the work. So please keep those ideas coming, talk to us, communicate with us, and those will help us as we begin to make steps for the future days and months to incorporate those ideas into our actions. Thank you. I think the last piece that I just want to reiterate, I think one of the challenging situations, particularly with this virus, is the level of racism and potential targeting that we've heard from in the community. And I, and I know many of you have probably heard and experienced some of that. And our commitment to you and what we ask from all of you is that racism has no place in our community. And during challenging times, we must respect each other and keep ourselves informed to avoid creating any unnecessary fear. It will be that respect and partnership with one another that will get us through this and ensure that we're serving Oregonians to the best of our abilities. And what I wanted to add to that, and I really appreciate Liesl bringing that to our attention, is that this virus does not discriminate. It anyone with any background, race, color, 
religion, uh, sexual orientation, disabilities, etc., can be impacted by it. And it's so important that during these times, we be understanding, we be kind to each other. The other thing that I wanted to mention is please take care of yourselves. Please stay healthy. A most important aspect of any of us being of service to others is that we are present and we are healthy. And please take care of your families. And if we can do those things, then we can have an opportunity to serve others. As I've said this before, and I will repeat it, I only know one way out of this crisis and we will emerge from it, but that is together. We have to work together, we have to be together. And please don't forget that both Liesl and I are in service to you. We are here to serve you. You're the ones who are serving a million and a half Oregonians out there and everything that we do is focused on that, serving the people that you serve and serving you so that you can do the best job in serving them. Thanks again for joining us and we will talk again.